<laughs> bang, bang, bang! Put your hands up. We're going to put you all in jail. <laughs> I'm the sheriff around here. What? I'm the sheriff around here. Oh. What's wrong with you? I want to be the sheriff this time. You were the sheriff last time. I wasn't. I was the deputy. I'm always the deputy. You're not always the deputy. I am. Fine, then. What? You can be the sheriff, but I'm wearing a hat. What? The hat. Let me wear it. But, 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 but Uncle Joe told me never to take it off. It's only for a few minutes. Oh, I don't know. Come on, I'll hand her over. It's not fair. What's not fair? Just because I'm littler than you. Yeah. And as your big brother, you should let me wear it. But I love me hat. Do you want to be the sheriff or not? Fine. But I want it back after. Yeah, yeah. Here's the hat. <laughs> Hands up. <laughs> Get your hands up. I'm the sheriff around here. And I'm his deputy. You're all going to jail. Yeah, we is taking you all in. <laughs> Put your hands up, Mrs Porson. We're taking you in. You boys, stop that messing. Your ma be looking for you. <laughs> Always playing it. Ma's sweeping brushes are horse, wooden sticks as guns, taking turns riding round, annoying the heart out of poor Mrs. Porson. <laughs> I'm sure she loves it. Dens love that bit too. Do you do? We do. Sweeping brushes as horses, eh? We want to be real cowboys when we grow up. Ah, sneaking into the picture house to see them. Oh, the picture house. Sneaking in? Yeah. You buy one ticket, pass it out the toilet window till you get everyone in. Jam jars. That's what I would do. Jam jars. Get as many as I could, sell them back to Kyo's for a few pennies. Jam jars. Sometimes you have to fight an outfit because they be collecting them too. For the pictures? No, for the drink. Oh. I love a good double showing me. When I get enough, I get us all a ticket. I've only been the once. Get us all into the Rotunda picture show. And I loved it. I'm always hoping it'll be a romance, but it's always a western. My favourite. Father didn't have the time to bring me. The Great Train Robbery, I love that one. Oh, I love Charlie Chaplin. We hid behind the seats and got to see his film over and over. Nah, gunslinging cowboys trying to save the town. Now that's the best. What was it called now? I don't think it was a western I saw. Making a living. That was it. The whole picture house would be booing the baddies and cheering the good guys. I'm not allowed to go on my own. My favourite was when the hero would come. Everyone shouting, he's behind you, trying to warn the good guy. Taking his girl around our waist. We'd whistle and shout and clap. He'd kiss her on the mouth for ages. Riding off into the sunset. i never seen anyone kiss like that. Not around here, anyway. I never saw my mother and father kiss. Maybe they did when you were asleep. I don't think so. I kind of used to. I'd wonder who'd kiss me like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what yous are all laughing at. You and them's probably thought the same. I don't know about that. I didn't get out much. Well, if we weren't in the picture house, we were on the streets. Wild we were. Me and all of them's be laughing our heads off, looking for mischief. Did you find it? We most certainly did. You must remember, do you? I do. You definitely got into some scrapes, I'd say. Oh, what do you mean by that? You know. No, I don't know. Well, you've that type of face. What type of face? The type that gets into trouble. Well, it's the only one I've got.
as for you, me little baba. Sure you'd charm your way out of anything, wouldn't you? He's sweet, wouldn't you? Yeah, good for taking him. For minding him. Who else would mind him? You're a good boy, aren't you? He's no trouble, really. Still. We do all right. Yeah. Yes, we do. Mad being here, eh? In the city. In dirty Dublin, eh? Our little spot. Do you come back much? Nah, you? Mm, sometimes. Them's wanted to come. Me too. You too, yeah. It's different now. Yeah. Streets were alive then. No one out now. Remember swinging on street lamps? Queenie I.O., who has the ball? Is she big or is she... Queenie I.O.? <laughs> Queenie I.O. who had the ball Is she big or is she small? Has she any hair at all? Queenie I.O. who had the ball Is she big or is she small? Has she any hair at all? I'm great at catching it Cup ball I.O. Skipping rope and hopscotch Sneaky soccer behind the copper's back Oi, watch out They took me to the children's court by that Imagine, in court for playing soccer. Oh, yeah. And lads scutting on the back of horse traps. Swimming in the canal of a summer's eve. Yeah. Oh, sorry. It's fine. I forgot. It's all right. It's been a while. It's all right. Yeah? Long time ago now. Long time. Very long time. Yeah. All those streets. So many of them. Nearly too many to count. She counts them. What? She counts them. Really? Passes the time. Passes the time? Them's like it. It comforts them. All right. Let me see. Charlemont Street, Wellington Street, Mount Street, eh? And? Uh, Church Street, Townsend Street, Vincent Street and York Street. And? Uh, North King Street. Me now. Moore Place, Citric Place, Henrietta Place, Lower Erin Place, Lincoln Place, Henry Place. I learned all the place ones. Under the Railway Bridge by Amien Street, Dorset Street, Gloucester Street. Oh, uh, Foley Street, <laughs> Augustine Street, North Great Georgia Street and Whitefriar Street. Fumbly Lane, Hackett's Court, Haddington Road, Pembroke Cottage. Uh, East Wall, South Circular Road, Corporation Buildings. Uh, Mary's Abbey, the Ad- Adelaide, Buckingham Buildings, Cumberland Street North, Clonliffe Road, Cabra Park, Stony Bar, Aaron Aaron Key. Key. Whoa! <laughs> That's a blast from the past. Blast from the past? You're so mouthful. We got them all. We certainly did. You missed one. What? You missed one. Away. Dundrum, County Tipperary. Yeah, but we said Dublin. It's one of them. Fair enough. We got them all now. Stay out as long as possible, that was our motto. Those streets were our houses. Our back gardens. Our front gardens. Our, our everything. everything. I could have slept out here, I would have. 
breathing in all that fresh air. <laughs> yeah, if open sewers and slop buckets was fresh air. Basking in the freedom of it. No one's stinky feet in your face. Or someone's warm pee running down your nightdress. Because they were too cold to get out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. There was many a night I was peed on. That's awful. I used to wonder what I'd be like to sleep in a bed on me own. You'd be lonely, I'd say. I wasn't lonely. All that room to stretch out under soft, clean blankets and a goose-feathered pillow. Oh, I think I'd like it. It's far from goose feathers you are born. Ah, we sleep on chicken feathers, I'll have you know. Chicken feathers? Oh, Kelly's chicken feathers, no less. Sewn by my mother into our blankets and pillows right before we ate it. The pillow? The chicken. Oh, Kelly, eh? Definitely the worst landlord these streets have ever known. Landlord? Weren't even his houses. A rent collector is what he was. One of our own gone bad he was. Mean for sport, me mother used to say. Known all over Dublin. Hands like big shovels and a face so sharp it cussed stale bread. Ex-policeman. Lord and over us all. That's what me ma used to say. The kind of man who turn up at a tenant's funeral, lean into the widow's ear and say, Don't worry, love. You can pay me double next week. What a brute. And the man just dead. His houses were falling apart at the seams and if he complained he'd put the rent up. Breath like rotten fish and a beard full of whatever he'd been eating that day. Ugh. Horrible, all right. And he went mad over that chicken. I never seen someone shake like that from pure rage. Not even Mr Mangan when he'd a drink on him and he discovered Molly Pond his good suit and he'd nothing to go to mass in. And he was mad. Molly two black eyes for a month that time. Two black eyes? Old Kelly knew me mother taking it, but sure he couldn't prove it. Not a scrap was left anywhere. We were all starving, starving, and with no money and nothing left to pawn her, what could she do? Juman was on our back, and with the curfew and all. It was just sitting out in the back area, his five little chickens and two pigs. Practically asking to be ate, if you ask me. One of those pigs died from a sniper's gunshot later on, I'm told. Oh, the poor pig. <laughs> <laughs> Mom coaxed that little chicken in with a bit of stale bread she got from Molly. Come on in here, me little pet. Come on now. Yes, that's right, me little one. In you come. I'll make it quick. Don't worry, me little friend. I'll have you plucked, boiled and in our bellies before old Kelly comes back. You'll keep us going for another day. Come on now. Come on. We ate like kings that night. Mm, I'm hungry. Mam had the windows all open day and night getting rid of the smell. We were frozen with the cold, but we didn't care. Our bellies were full for the first time in ages and every single feather was sewn into the bedding. Every single feather. But one. What? Where was it? The littlest one was playing with it, delighted with himself like he got the newest toy in the shop. Then we heard him. I'll feckin' kill yous! I'll kill y'all! Where's me chicken? Where's that damn chicken? I swear to God, if I find whoever took me chicken, I'll kill you! I'll bloody kill y'all! You Open your bleeding doors! Open them now! 
Kelly kicked in the door. Me mother grabbed it from the little one's hand and shoved the feather in her mouth. What? In her mouth? Yeah. In your ma's mouth? Yeah, in her own mouth. What did she do with it? What did she do? She swallowed it. No way. Ugh. She did. Don't know how she did it, but she did. Horrible. Awful. Where's me chicken? Sorry, Mr Kelly. I know you took it. Where is it? Where is what, Mr Kelly? My chicken that was out in the back area. I haven't a clue now, Mr Kelly. It, it must have been the Oggsies. They were around here yesterday, causing trouble they were. Oggsies? Oggsies? I know it was you, Copeland. And that horde of heathen kids of yours. He was breathing heavy right into her face. She could practically count his nose hairs. If I find any scrap of that chicken, you'll all be out in your ear. The lot of you. Quick as I can look at you. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? What did she say? She said nothing. She just stared at him. A long, hard stare. She didn't care that he'd wrecked the place. She didn't care that he knew it was her. She didn't even care that he was going to make our life a misery from now on. We were fed. For a few days anyway. And she'd got the better of Kelly for once. Pity old Kelly couldn't have been caught by a bit of sniper fire instead of his pig, eh? aren't you? Yes, you are. Yes, you are. He never liked loud noises, this one. They made him jump, shaky like. Bad heart he has, you see. And the noise could have shook a house. I'm surprised the whole of Church Street didn't collapse. Do you know they thought he was a girl for a little while? A girl? Imagine. Hilarious. Sure, they didn't know about half of thems. Didn't know about thems? How? Well, if they were a boy or a girl, they'd get it the wrong way round. Or the names of people would be wrong. Sure, half the country couldn't read or write. I'm surprised anything was remembered properly. Sure, no one stayed in school long enough. I did. Not our sort, anyway. Oh, I love school. But you'd be terrified of getting into trouble. They'd beat the legs off you if you even looked sideways. Jesus. Sometimes you'd just be sitting there and they'd come at you. I didn't want to leave, but I'd gotten me job and... What? Me ma, she needed the money. What job? Oh, I sold women's hairnets on the corner for a penny each. Get your penny hairnets. One for a penny. Hey, Mrs. Penny Hairnet. Not today, love. Thanks all the same. Come on, Mrs. You look like you could do it one. The bloody cheek of you. It'll keep all the hair of yours in place. Here you. You want to watch your manners. Ah, Mrs. You've lovely hair you have. Ah, come on, ladies. I'll do you two for the price of one. She wouldn't get a better price round town. Go on, then. I'll take one. God bless you, missus. Get your penny hairnets. One for a penny. Penny hairnets. One for a penny. Women's hairnets. There was good business in hairnets. There was. (laughs) I believe you. Well, in air school, we had this beautiful teacher, Miss O'Brien from County Clare. Oh, she was so gentle. The softest voice you've ever heard. 
Now, children, now, children we'll be doing our P's and Q's today. P faces to the right and Q to the left. She'd bring in bread for us, our little pieces of cake. I'd love some cake. Oh, and if it was someone's birthday, a little present, toy car for the boys or a little piece of soap for the girls. Most of the time, that'd be the only thing you would have got. Joey didn't even know when our birthdays were. Yeah. 14th of June, that's mine. Well, she was tall and smelled of lavender soap and she wore her thick black hair in a bun. Lavender soap? What does lavender soap smell like? And we used to pity her. Pity her? Because she lived in a posh area with a closed front door. Us who only shut the door when someone died or to, to keep, keep the, the oxies out. out. Yeah. Never met a teacher like her. We always shut our front door. <laughs> uh, no one shut the front door in the tenement. I don't even think we had a key. You didn't have a key? No. To your own door? It was always open, I'm after telling you. We just go in and out of each other's rooms. I'd have to carry Mrs O'Keefe's slop bucket down three flights of stairs every morning. Oh, the smell. How one little woman could fill that up is beyond me. Oh, horrible, horrible. Father liked his privacy. Privacy. What's that? <laughs> privacy. Privacy. <laughs> Molly would have laughed her head off if she heard that. Molly? Bestest neighbour anyone could wish for. Molly. Hope to bump into her at some stage. Be sure to be around somewhere. She was a good one then. The best. She always gave us bread and sugar on Palm Day when she has a few bob. Bread and sugar? Or wink at you from across the room if you're in trouble just to let you know it would be all all right. You know the type. I do. Keep our eye on us when Mam had to work. It was just always there. That's what they did then, I suppose. They all looked out for each other. I miss that. But we do. We look out for each other. It's not the same. Oh? We were the ones being cared for. Not the ones doing the caring. Ah, but you're a natural, laddie. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know when Mrs Flynn died, leaving 12 children and no husband to care for them? The neighbours took over the rare until they were old enough to mind each other. Like you. That kept them out of the orphanage or wherever else they would have ended up. And we all know what happened in them places. People minded each other. We're never lonely in the tenements. We hardly knew our neighbours. You didn't know your neighbours? No. How can you not know your neighbours? Father wasn't very sociable. But who did you borrow things from? Things? You know, bread, dripping, money. Father didn't borrow. You didn't borrow, Anne. I don't think so. Oh, you didn't know your neighbours, Gas. We never had any visitors, really. No one ever came to see us? No one I was supposed to see, anyway. What does that mean? Well, sometimes men came to the house late at night... Father thinks I'm asleep when they come. Who are they? Don't know. You must know them. I don't. What do they be doing? Hiding their stuff in the cellar, I think. Carrying bags of and... what? Guns, mostly. Guns? I watched them through the gap in the door. They let the bag fall one time, and I saw what they had. Maybe 20 or 30 guns in all. 20 or 30 guns? Father was livid they'd made so much noise. The fellow was only about 14. He was shaking so bad, I pitied him. It was going on for weeks. The door of the cellar is always locked now. So I think they hide them there. And did you ask him about it? Father? No. 
He was spending more and more time in his study. I rarely saw him. As for our neighbours, I think I only saw them once or twice. Jesus. My brother only made it through Easter week because of our neighbours. Otherwise, well, it'd be awful for me mother, you know? Hmm. Well, Aaron Molly took all sorts of risks that week trying to get food for us all. You see, Michael, my brother, had been up to Jacob's to get a sack of flour. On the way back, he got himself caught up in a chase by a group of British soldiers. When she'd heard that the looting was going on... Who? Molly. Oh. Took herself off to Moor Street, came back with a bounty like you'd never seen. Biscuits, fruit, jam. Poor Michael was running in and out of all the houses on the street, but everyone was telling him to get out, not to be bringing trouble to them. Woodbines, a skinned rabbit, two silk ladies' hats. He landed into Mrs Porcel's hallway in a panic. Ten crab apples. You're really making me hungry. Yards and yards of material, all pushed along in Mr Mangan's bockety old two-wheeled handcart. She'd been scrubbing her stairs. Her floors were like milk that was so clean. Who? Mrs Porcel. Oh, it was like Christmas for us, not Easter. Not Christmas we'd ever known. We ate rings round ourselves. Me and Albert had been hanging around outside waiting to rob a sweeping brush. What? For our horses. We only had one. We needed another. We were so happy to be fed. I'd love some food. We could hear the Oxy's truck. Michael was as white as the flower. Mrs Porcel didn't bat an eyelid. Into the room, Michael, quick. Into the There's room, water Michael, on the quick. fire. There's water Wet on your the fire. In short. Wet your hair in Make short. Sure you're well Make sure you're well drenched. drenched. Then into the bed. Then into if the bed anyone comes in, if anyone, anyone comes in, anyone, start shaking. Start shaking. Molly and me mum were singing songs and dancing around the room in the two hats, pretending they were posh ladies. <laughs> oh, pass me the tea, dear. Sugar, dear. One lump or two. Oh, two, please. And a slice of sponge cake, dear. Oh, yes, that'd be delightful. You really must come to tea more often, dear. Oh, yes, my dear. <laughs> the soldiers came, two of them. Oh, my ma and Molly were so happy. You see, they was always in a frantic state for food. And now they had some. What did she do? Mrs Porson? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're listening, are you? Yes. She was calm as you like. Me and Al sat on the step. We didn't dare to breathe. Hiding someone, anyone, could get you shot or thrown in prison. Prison? The two stood there. One in a very shiny uniform. The other looked no older than Michael himself. Have you seen a young fella come through here in the last few minutes? Mrs Porcel barely looked at them. There's only, There's only ourselves here and my son who has the fever, sir. No, no one's, one's been, been through, through here. here. Check it. Up the young soldier went. My brother Michael hiding in the room there. I could hear me heart beating in my chest. My hands were soaked with sweat. Albert was whimpering a little. The officer just stared at us, eyes so blank they'd chill you to the bone. A man who'd seen too much killing in his lifetime, but I'd say he'd have no problem seeing more. Eventually, the young soldier came down the stairs. Nothing, sir. Like she said, a few old women and her son who's dying sick, sir. No one said a word. We held our breath. What, what happened? They just turned on the heels and left. Bloody bastards, a lot of them. Every single one of them. Oh! I know. I don't know what I was more shocked for. That Michael hadn't been caught or that I'd heard Mrs Porcel course. <laughs> Michael, it's, it's all, all right, right, son. Come no. out now. Well, Michael, did the soldier come into the room? Michael just shook his head. He couldn't speak. Now, you see those men? 
No, they face their guns and danger every day. But every single one of them, every single one is afraid of getting the fever. Remember that, you boys. Now go straight home. I'm sure your poor mother is worried. We couldn't stop thanking Mrs Porson. I swore never to rob her sweet and brush again. Well, at least that week anyway. Easter week. Easter week. Easter week. And now we're remembering it. Remembering? Mm, remembering, all right. Yeah. Them's like that. And you? Well? I've been out looking for food. I was playing cowboys with me brother. Yes, you little Baba were in your pram. I was reading my book. Your mother was loud to let me out. Molly been missing for days now. Mam's feeding her five. That bounty she told from Moore Street was long eight and with 15 mouths to feed. I don't want you to go, love. Please be careful. I'll be fine, ma. I wouldn't ask you. I wouldn't. But there's no one else. I'll be fine, ma. Please be careful, love. We were starving. Starving. They were starving us. There was just no food. I was our only bet. You wouldn't let Jimmy and Sean out. They'd be arrested or shot before they got to the end of the street. Wasn't safe for any man over the age of 16 to be out. Me ma told us not to go further than our own row, but of course we'd gone too far. She'd be out looking for a sweeten brush soon. I'd be the one to get me ears boxed if we didn't go home. I was just getting to the best part of the book. Father had told me to stay in my room, away from the window. He kept saying the fighting had reached us. The door of the cellar was open now. He was helping two men carry the guns out. They weren't even trying to hide them. Nancy had come into the room to check on me. Nancy? Who's this Nancy? Our maid. You You had had a maid? maid? She came when I was a baby, after Mother died. I suppose she was my mother in a lot of ways. She'd been crying. She was murmuring the rosary to herself. Mary, for grace for us, to you, blessed art thou among women, and blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and the hour of our death. Amen. My mother was on her second decade of the rosary by now. Ma, I'll get to use the street for the jars of Bovril, and I'll go on to Church Street for a bag of bread. They're giving them out. They'll keep us going for a few more days. Try not to worry. We could smell the horses before we saw them. I sat hunched down by my bed and waited. I knew these streets like the back of me hand. The noise and banging from outside was getting louder. The stench was sickening. It sounded like fireworks being let off on race day. Two huge beasts in the middle of the road. I was counting the steps to each corner. I just leaned over to see if it was still breathing. I just turned onto the keys. I just peeled the curtains back a fraction. Just a tiny little peek. Albert asking me. Is it the cowboys or Indians that done it? I know I wasn't supposed to. It was mayhem. People running everywhere. Soldiers on every street. Blood all over the road. I'd lost me way. Albert started to cry. In that split second, I saw him. We'd come too far. Maybe I should turn back. He saw me. If 
only had been a second later. I just took out me wooden gun. His eyes as young as mine. Even half a second. I knew it was too late. I'm falling, rolling, rolling. Felt like I was floating on air and then... We could feel the tears of the volunteer splashing down onto me skin. Splash. Carpet felt soft under me. I was trying to tell him it'd be all right, but... I hit the water. It was like I was sinking deeper and deeper into it. I was worried sick about me little brother. <sighs> I was freezing. Where'd he gone? Me ma be up the wall now as if she didn't have enough to be dealing with. Made me think about when we used to swim in the canals. Me ma and da leaning over the side giving out. But really they were secretly smiling at us. There were little pieces of glasses falling everywhere. Thinking how they'd swam when they were kids. Nancy would go mad having to clean that up. Water was folding all around me now. If I could just stand up and find them, me mother'd be none the wiser. But I couldn't move. It was all so very... Quiet. It wasn't cold anymore. The three volunteers weren't much older than myself. They were arguing with each other. I couldn't make out what they were saying. It was all so muffled. Oh, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Do you think it was us? Peck! What are we going to do? He's only a child. I thought he had a gun. Shut up and pick him up. Quick. We've got to get out of here. buildings were drifting away from me now. He was running with me. The carpet under my head felt damp. I could see some woman leaning over the low wall calling. I kept trying to tell him I needed to go home. The liffy had deafened me. I tried to call but nothing came out. He wasn't listening. I could hear my father. He'd be annoyed if I didn't go down soon. I kept thinking it was going to be a long way back to the top for me. How would I find my way home through these streets? Father? 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 And you, little one, slumped forward in your pram. No one was coming. Your mother roaring over you. Where were they all? The water was rushing me along now. Past the buildings, the bridges, the people. They didn't even know me name. It was so quiet. I couldn't hear anything. Like a silent picture show? A very own picture show. You always felt... I let her down. The shock of it. It was so... Unexpected. Yes. Yeah. For everyone. Yeah. A hundred years. Long time. Yeah. Long time.
It's strange being invisible in your own city, isn't it? What do you mean? You know, even the swans don't notice me. No one does, I suppose. You're not invisible. Yeah, I am. You are too. I am? You're not to us. He agrees with you. (laughs) (laughs) I suppose we're in there somewhere. In where? All these rememberings. Yes. You too? Suppose so. So you're not... Invisible. It's grand. Come on, little one. It's time we were off. Are you coming? Yeah. Come on. I was going to... Have you anything better to do? Not really. Then give me a hand with all dems. Well, if you're twisting me arm... <laughs> I'm twisting it. <laughs> Here. Why don't we head up to Church Street and I'll show you a few of me hangouts. I could tell you some stories. I'm sure you could. And then up to mine. Yes. And my place. And my house. And my lane. And mine. And mine. And my lane. And my school. And then up to mine. And my school. And mine. And then up to mine. We'll get to them all. We'll start on Amiens. Amiens Street, where you, Christine Caffrey, died in mother's arms, crying under railway bridges. Beg for your £25, William Mullen and Charles Darcy. The men up in Dublin Castle might give you five. Is that what we're worth, mister? Compassionate grants my arse. You can keep it. Katie, running as the real played in Father Matthews Hall, the lifeless head of her little Sean Foster bobbing up and down as she screamed for help. John Kerwin, rushing to Elvery's for your toy elephant. I wanted one too. Christopher Andrews and William Lionel Sweeney, unlikely friends. Well, you are now. You should have known not to hang around the places of power, Moses Doyle and William Fox. It's not safe anymore. Paddy Featherson and John Henry McNamara. Hunger was your aunt. Eleanor Warbrook, Mary Kelly... Patrick Ryan, dying on the streets where you lived. And what of our brothers on opposite sides shooting bullets across the Liffey? Nail O'Toole, lying alone in the Adelaide. You're not on your own now. You should have took another day's leave, Neville Friday. Trinity will be there tomorrow. Sean Healy's mother fighting for his medal. She never let us down. Sticking your head out the window in Rialto, George Sainsbury, was your ruin. Or being dressed in green on Haddington Road, Madgeville. And what of North King Street? Innocents killed, beaten with bayonets. New Christopher Hickey, with their bruising to prove it. Don't worry, they'll fade. It's hard to be lost, Christopher Cathcart. You couldn't make it back. Oi! Watch out for bullets in butchers' shops, William O'Neill. They'll hit you if you're not careful. Bridget Connolly carrying our dad's lunch to the pigeon house. Be better you stayed at home, Bridget. 
Patrick Ivers playing soccer in your ma's yard. How do you done over there, Pat? Or you, Bridget Allen, or Mary Ann Brunswick, or James Fox. New Charles Cavanagh. Or you, William Fox and James Kelly, John Kerwin. Eugene Lynch, Bridget McCain. Patrick Kelly, or our own Joseph Murray, Mary Redmond. Walter Scott, Bridget Stewart. Philip Walsh, and not forgetting you, Christopher Whelan. What of the unidentified? We are many. All washing up on the shores the Liffey takes us to. Never to be named. That was Cowboys, Indians and Penny Hairnets, written by Louise Lewis. The author played the part of Nellie, Girl was played by Aileen Mythen and Jamie O'Neill played Boy. Sound supervision was by Mark McGrath. Cowboys, Indians and Penny Hairnets was directed by Gretty Slaven. To listen back to this and other dramas in the RTE archive, go to rte.ie slash drama on one. The series producer of Drama on One is Kevin Reynolds.